Hey baddies, welcome back to another episode. This week we're going to be talking about a topic that Kat and I have been studying for quite some time now. We've also been helping our clients with this specific topic since like 2021. Yeah, 2021. We have so much information. We have so much knowledge that we can't wait to share with you. And we're going to be talking about the female cycle, more specifically cycle syncing. And I know that when we first were introduced to this topic, we were like, Ugh, like, how does that even help me? How does that pertain to me? Like, do we really need to know this, etc.? So before you even think like, oh, boring, like, how is that going to help me or say, I'm on birth control or I have an irregular cycle or my cycle is non-existent. This doesn't pertain to me. It does, girl. Knowing your menstrual cycle and what goes on in your body throughout each phase is probably the most unused and underrated tool for improving your life. And it is especially helpful if you are on birth control or transitioning off of birth control, which I feel like so many girls are like now doing, which I think yeah. is so incredible, which we'll talk about in a different episode about what birth control actually does to your body. But it's especially helpful for those things or if you have a non-existent or irregular cycle, like I said before, like cycle syncing is a really good way to get to know your body and just get it back into its natural rhythm and get you to feeling your best as well as get your possible symptoms underneath control. And I'm saying possible symptoms because not everyone struggles with these symptoms but I know that a majority of females do and the more or the longer that I've been a coach for and the more that I talk to my clients about how they're feeling and making them aware of how they feel and asking them these questions more of them like go through this constant like emotional roller coaster like it's a 28 day ish roller coaster of constantly battling with their thoughts and feelings and stuff like that so knowing your cycle can help you get get you to feeling your best as well as control those possible symptoms but when you also have regular periods your hormones are likely imbalanced which can also cause symptoms like mental health issues such as anxiety and depression like that's a huge one something that I've also struggled with for so long cystic acne which I've I've also struggled with and I'm also struggling with now I have really bad jawline cystic acne I say really bad but it's not it's probably not really really bad to other people but for me it is bad and that was like the first telltale sign that I knew something was wrong in my body and which is why I wanted to really dedicate a lot of my time towards learning about my hormones in my cycle to get that underneath control but it can also cause like unexpected weight gain as well which is also like a huge thing that I know that a lot of females struggle with and that's because your hormones control your menstrual cycle and can cause or contribute towards the variations in your energy mood sexual desire and changes in your body and your behavior that is experienced as you transition through each cycle and then once you take the time to learn about what's actually going on in your body your entire perspective is going to change like for one it can stop you from berating yourself and instead, you're going to start talking to yourself with more kindness and love. But you can also actually take the necessary steps to heal your body and heal all the symptoms that you're feeling and what your body is going through and get you feeling good. And, and which can in turn improve your relationships, your career, and how you feel about yourself and your own health. 
I love that. Literally everything you just said is so on point and you gave so much information and it may seem like a lot that goes into into your cycle and into how you're feeling and the truth is it it is a lot we have all of these hormones inside of us and I think for me you mentioned it before like knowing what's going on inside of your body is going to change your whole perspective and if somebody asked me like what's my secret to being my healthiest self it would honestly be being in tune with my body like Mm -hmm. that changes everything if you can know what's happening inside of your body from like a scientific perspective you're just going to be able to be so much more kind to yourself and so much more understanding of your situation and know how to give your body what it needs and the thing is that all these hormones they have like so much complexity to them because everything is connected so when Sarah talks about like having your anxiety or mental health issues be impacted by your cycle and being able to get in tune with them that makes so much sense because our hormones that are you know falling and rising in this natural cycle and natural system inside of us related to our periods and just our hormonal cycles in general those are also having a very large impact on our metabolism as well as our brain like our mood our anxiety and our depression which is why you can feel so stable and on point one second or like one week and then the following week you literally feel like everything crazy like what what's going on like everything feels so out of whack and we can literally blame it on our hormones like I know that we don't want to be like oh like you're hormonal but the truth is like everything is related to our hormones so that's why it's so Mm -hmm. important for us to get into tune with these hormones and understand the phases of which they are falling and rising inside of us Mm -hmm. and I know Sarah you said before like oh it's just a period like that's it you know like once a month we have our period and then we move on but it's so much more than that it's not just that week of having our menstruation there's a whole entire cycle it's actually broken down into four phases which before we started like really getting into this I would have never like even thought about and I never would have thought about how the hormones within those phases are going to put me in a bad mood or not because you're not taught this in sex ed class which is honestly really fucking annoying because I feel like females right now that are struggling so hard with weight loss their mental health anxiety just everything they wouldn't be struggling with those things had our like health system growing up like taught us these things because this is what's what's important not where like your vagina lips are and stuff like that that's like like, that's obvious i know (laughs) or your clit like what but they definitely don't get into depth of this stuff which is so actually what matters like And like you said before, there may be times where you are having an extreme case of a hormonal imbalance. And this is why, like, when the first thing that we talk about with some of our clients who come with us who are struggling to lose weight is, oh, like, your hormones and, like, your period and how are you eating and how are you exercising because all of that stuff is so relevant to the balance of your hormones so getting back into the four phases these phases are really what we're going to sync our cycle with and help us live like a better lifestyle that's more in tune with these phases and we just need to know that there's the follicular phase which is like the first half of your cycle but it's then broken down into smaller phases within that phase so we have our menstruation which is the first 
it could be seven days, but it could be as low as, you know, four days. And this is days one through typically seven. That's our menstruation phase. And then after that, when we bleed, right? Right. That's when we're bleeding. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's when we have our period and it it can differ from girl to girl, women to women um, for how long you have it. And then there's a short phase like after menstruation, which is days 7 to 14. And this is just called the follicular phase in general. And this is typically when our hormones start to go in a up direction. So our hormones are spiking. And then at about halfway through our cycle, we have our ovulation, which is day 14. And we're going to go into more details about like the hormones and the rise and fall of them a little later. I mean, as we continue to talk about this, as well as in another episode. I also want to add, this is just like a generalized like idea because everyone everyone's cycles are different and that's why like we have our own unique rhythm in our body and our own unique flow so that's really what it is it's a flow and rhythm of our hormones yeah that's why it's so important to track your cycle so that you know for instance like my cycle actually is 28 days but for whatever reason this past this past cycle it was only 27 days which Mm -hmm. is there can be some like nuances where it's like you're a couple days late or a couple days early that's not horrible but when you go into like the non-existent or like 10 days late or like 10 days early that's when it's kind of like okay like this is really irregular and you should get it checked out but I just wanted to add in what we're talking about right now like the days and stuff it's just generalized yeah it's very generalized and it depends on you so basically there's the four stages the follicular menstruation ovulation which is the midway point and then um the luteal phase so these are the phases of the cycle and like sarah said sometimes her cycle is 28 days and sometimes it's 27 days and this can be just like balancing and imbalancing of the hormones which is all related to like our diet and our exercise which Mm -hmm. is sometimes it's kind of like a feedback loop like what you're doing on the outside is affecting on is affecting what's going on the inside but what's going on on the inside is also impacting what's going on the outside in one of the books that I've, I've studied I'm actually reading now I forgot who said this it was like some kind of institute they said that your period can act as like a report card of what's truly going on in your body yes which is crazy that's like so makes so much sense and I know that like my skin is so so sensitive to my to my hormones yeah which is obviously so sensitive to my cycle. So when my skin is like not good, that's like my report card for like how I'm doing What's with going on. yeah, with yeah. my with my cycle and with my diet and with like my healthy girl habits. Mm-hmm. And I know that they're not like in balance and on point if my skin is bad. So that's like yeah. really important to pay attention to like figuring out what changes are going on you can always pretty much pin it back to your hormones. I do want to also add too, because I know that I've spoken with a lot of clients that have a very irregular cycle or their cycles like non-existent. I want to add that it, it won't always be like that. For instance, like I had a non-existent period for quite some time in my life as well. And this was before I started learning about all this. Like I just didn't know if I'm being honest, like I barely went to the OBGYN. So like I like, didn't really do any of that to really ex- I did have like one scare where I had like some cysts on my ovaries and I had to get like an ultrasound and stuff like that done but other than that like I really never went the only reason why I actually went to go get that 
uh, ultrasound done was because I was getting really bad stabbing pains and I always had pain like during sex so that was like the main reason why I actually went but that was during the time where I wasn't like eating enough I had a very low body fat and stuff like that and then once when I did start getting my period back was when I started eating more I paid attention to my diet my exercise routine wasn't as like intense because I was working out like seven days a week which I know that a lot of girls still do don't do that please my period was still very irregular but the more that you stay consistent with your healthy girl habits the more like in tune your body is going to get and it'll get back into that natural rhythm and state of flow that it's supposed to be in so i would just say like stay don't get discouraged like stay positive Mm -hmm. like this will all work out as long as you're willing to put in the work yeah it's definitely work to you know learn about yourself and be in tune with your body and your diet and your exercise but there are so many clients who we have helped naturally get back into that natural flow because a lot of the times if you do go to the doctor one of the first things that they're going to try to do is put you on the on the birth control pill Mm -hmm. and it may seem like oh okay like that's the best thing to do but coming from personal experience and then also our experience with our clients you can totally 100% get back in tune with your body through these natural remedies of diet and exercise exactly and just to clarify what count means is that you can get your body back into its natural rhythms and get your hormones balanced without pumping synthetic hormones in your body which is exactly what the birth control pill will do and which is exactly what most doctors these days will try and push on you and i get everyone's everyone's different everybody wants different things and kudos to you like do what feels best for you we just want you to have knowledge on this topic and what will truly be best for your body because there's so many girls so many of my clients are trying to get off of birth control now and they're struggling so hard to get their body back to like where it was so we just want to encourage as many people as possible to do the research so as Kat said she went over like the four phases the reason why she went over those four phases because now we're going to just like talk about like briefly very briefly of what goes on in your body during those four phases and how to train or how to like cycle sync your workouts with those phases and cycle syncing is a method not created by us we just want to shout out obviously the queen who coined this term and really dedicated her whole entire life's work to this topic because she's really helping so many and the more people that talk about her methods the more people that are going to be helped through this yeah Um, understand how to do it and put into practice yeah her name's Alyssa Vitti I hope I pronounced her last name right she she created cycle syncing as a as a method to help women really understand what to do to take care of themselves correctly during their cycle and she explains that there is three different pillars there's a food pillar a fitness pillar and a time management pillar but we're just going to go over that fitness pillar and just go over the right types of workouts that you're supposed to be doing and intensity of your workouts during your training of the during each phase to really help you reduce stress on your body protect your hormones protect ovulation and reduce pms symptoms and like a whole lot more so cycle syncing is going to look different for everyone because some people may feel amazing like during a specific part of their cycle where other people may feel like absolute dog shit 
and not feel up to doing something so that's why like cycle syncing is going to be completely unique to you and that is exactly why you have to be very intentional and like aware of like what's going on in your body and just keep track of all this for at least I would say like two full cycles so that you can get a really good idea of how to adjust your training Um, and we're going to just go over like how we would adjust our training and just give you some recommendations on what to do throughout each of those four phases yeah because the four phases are based on hormones but those hormones can be like changing in different ways depending on you know who we are and obviously we know that as you know being a balanced body it's we have our exercise routines like fitness is so important to us um and we have like our week-to-week regular routine but i think that we all can relate to the fact that some some weeks we feel so good in the gym like we are so excited to be there we're so ready and just have so much energy energy to put into our workouts Mm -hmm. and then another week it's like complete misery and dread trying to get there and this can just be like a lot of physical changes going on but a lot of mental too so that's why it's important to understand the hormones and how they're affecting you because then you can alter your day-to-day based on what's going on and just feel so much better about yourself and your choices I know a lot of clients come to me asking about whether or not they should be working out on their period in general. So if a client was going to come to you, what do you think you would say to them? I would say it's completely up to you and how you feel. There is some research that shows and states that working out and movement on your period when you have cramps can actually like alleviate some of those symptoms. For me personally, if I have really bad cramps, I'm like, I want to be crawled up in a fucking ball with like my heating pad in my bed maybe have a couple of mental breakdowns because like I feel so shitty Mm -hmm. like that's really like what I think that I want but I know every single time that I actually get up and do some movement whether it's just like light walking some at-home yoga or still going to the gym but just modifying my workouts to have like a lesser intense workout meaning I'm not gonna like push myself balls to the walls I'm gonna decrease my volume maybe I'm gonna decrease that weight a little bit instead of pushing for PRs and stuff I know that the second that I like get into that whatever movement I'm doing like my cramps and symptoms are like gone and I feel a lot better so again it's completely dependent on you but I really try to encourage all my clients to still get some sort of movement in Um, so during your period is menstruation again it's that seven day window ish we're saying seven day ish because again it varies per person but during menstruation you're going to have lower levels of progesterone and estrogen which are those hormones that we talk about that control like your mood your behavior how you feel all that stuff and since you have lower levels of those two hormones that's going to cause you to feel more lethargic weak and lack motivation as i just said so you'll want to reduce training 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 stress oh my god well I was at like such a tongue twister <laughs> and, <laughs> and volume during this I sometimes think that my brain like moves faster, moves than, faster than my mouth yeah. honestly and I need to just I'm calm down we a little need bit to slow down I know I'm just like getting like ramped up and excited because this is like I, I actually really love talking about this anyway so you'll want to reduce training stress and volume during this time so again this is during menstruation when you're bleeding this doesn't mean to stop training at all this just means to cut back a little bit so 
what you can do is the low impact lifting. You can follow your normal training routine. Just modify the intensity that you train at. As I had just said before, you could also do some light walking or other light cardio, whatever feels good for you. If you want to go for a light jog, like do a little jog walking action, absolutely do that. Again, do what feels best for you. You can do some mobility and stretching, some yoga. If you find that your body isn't performing like it usually does, you want to give yourself a break and ease up on that intensity. Right. And this is definitely just a super important time to tune in with your body and ask yourself, like Sarah said, what feels right for you? Because I know that if you're super into your lifting routine, you may feel a little bit nervous to like alter what you're doing in the gym because you may think it's going to derail derail your progress and like put you off track. But it's important to know that you can continue to make progress, you know, if you just do the same types of lifts, but lower the weight or maybe just modify the type of machine you're using to put less stress on your body. Mm -hmm. You're still going to be able to get the most out of your workouts and continue to progress. And honestly, I'll be honest, this happened to me. I tried to hit a PR like really when I didn't have enough energy and I ended up hurting my back and I had that strain in my back. I remember. Yeah, literally it was there for like six months. I remember. I know. I think I massaged it a few times. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) And it just like wasn't worth it because then I really couldn't go as hard the following week. So it's okay to, it's okay to, um, modify and like just do less weight and get the most out of the movement yep and just know that you're not going to lose your progress but then again if you just can't even do the lifting it's also okay to just get your body moving with the different styles that sarah said yeah and it's also okay to take a rest day too i have a client that like day one of her period she's absolutely miserable like some people have stronger pms symptoms than others and that's why again it's completely like up to you and how you're feeling and you want to listen to what your body is telling you if your body is like telling you bitch i need rest then rest like honor what your body is telling you because if you try to push past that which is exactly what I used to do like I wouldn't listen to my body whatsoever be like fuck you bitch like we're going to the gym I don't care what you're telling me like I would still go and push myself which is why I've struggled for so many years like with my hormonal imbalance and stuff like that and just like my how I felt and like how shitty I felt and like why I was like so worn down got sick all the time which still happens from here to there not because I'm not like resting when I'm working out but it it really your hormones can be affected with so many different things not just your training as I just said before there's three different pillars so yeah during your period when you're period when you're perioding (laughs) when you're perioding when you're bleeding yeah when you're bleeding when you're bleeding it's just highly recommended that you keep a log of how you feel face to face because you may notice that on day four to five of menstruation you start to feel better you know so if you start to feel better and you want to modify your training towards that like you know okay okay like days one to three I feel like absolute dog shit day one I can't do anything so I'm gonna plan to make sure that with my training routine I'm gonna take that day off maybe I'll do some yoga or stretching like I said because that is very gentle on your body and not high stress again you want to really minimize any stress because that can actually make things worse and like really affect your hormones and then 
you realize like day two to three, you're feeling a little bit better, not the best. You could still go to the gym, but you're going to like lower that intensity. But by day four to five, you're feeling a bad bitch again. Then, you know, okay, like now I can get back into like my, my normal routine, but maybe still just take it a little easy on your body as well. Exactly. And knowing how you feel is going to, for example, some people, they might be on their period and then be able to go to the gym by like day four or five and know that they're ready to hit PRs. Like for some people, it's different, especially if they monitored their their body and their training and they knew to take it easy the first half of the week and then the second half of the week, they know that they're good to go. Then that's going to be what works for them. But remember that everybody is different. And then you also can get excited for the next week after your period because this is finally when we start to feel like our confident queen self because of the hormones that are going on inside of us. So this is like still within that first follicular follicular phase of the period, but it's the second half. So we just had our period and our bleed and then that's obviously like that week and then the week before is really when we're not going to be feeling our best but then these days after is when we start to feel good again and i know it's like it's so annoying like being a woman oh sometimes i feel good sometimes i feel bad but that's why staying in tune with your body and knowing what's happening is going to be able to help you feel better even during those times when you feel like not so good you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you know it's funny like really quick not to get off topic but like since Ryan knows I've been studying this and learning this, like I share all this information with him, but I think because we've been living together for quite some time now, he knows when I'm about to get my period or when I'm on my period. And there is one, (laughs) not to be like a dirty crusty bitch, but (laughs) first I like, I went into the shower and I remember I took my, my tampon out and I left it in the toilet but because I always close the toilet because I'm a lady, right? <laughs> I, I have manners. So I closed it. But when I got out of the shower, I forgot to flush the toilet. <laughs> so Ryan saw how much blood was in the toilet. And he was like, he gave me a hug. And he was like, I feel so bad for Aww. like, he's like, I feel so bad for you that that's happening to your body. Are you okay? Like, are you hurting? Yeah, like, it really, so nice. it really does suck. Yeah. It doesn't suck to be female. It, it it does things that we have to go through yeah. this this cycle because it it really is annoying because you feel like you're just getting your life together. Like you feel like a bad bitch. You've built new habits. Like you just feel amazing on top of the world. And then the next the next like day or next week, you just start feeling down. Your energy starts to dip. You have like five hundred menti bees a week. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, when is this gonna end? And then like you feel like it's not going to end. And then like a couple days later, you're back to like feeling yourself yes, again. Like yes. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. We're, I feel like we're so bipolar. I know. <laughs> I know. Honestly, it's stressful, but we got this girls. And I love that you said that about Ryan because I was going to say that before. I know that we have like some guy listeners. So I felt like saying if they're listening, this information can help you yeah. understand your lady better and just know what she's going through. and do a little more for her yeah exactly and that w- week during your period it's like when the estrogen is the lowest so that's when we're going to be feeling like sad and like more depressed and then as the week goes on and i think like if your partner knows that he's just going to be like so much on the more same page as you mm-hmm. and that's everything and then he can also know that you're going to be feeling better as the time goes on and it's just like a cycle because <laughs> 
once we get closer to like the second half of the phase the um, second half of the cycle the first cycle the first half is like when those hormones those feel-good hormones aren't as high Mm -hmm. but they do start to increase as time goes on and those feel-good hormones are also related to our energy production which means like if you're in the gym you know that week after your period leading up to ovulation which is the midway point this week leading up to that midway point our energy is coming back our mood is coming back and this is a great time to like take advantage of it you know do higher intensity workouts um if you're into like high intensity hit classes that could be something you focus on or like running or if you have sprints in your program you can start to bring them back in at the end or the beginning of your workouts and just bringing up the intensity of your lifts this would be a great time the week after your period to really take advantage of that increasing energy Mm-hmm. and go hard in the gym obviously everyone has a different training style for me right now I have more of a hybrid type of training where i'm running and doing strength training because strength training really is the best i personally don't like high intensity workouts anymore hit classes i did all of that and i saw the effect that it had on my body and my energy levels right. i've coached so many girls that came from like those hit types of training um environments and classes where they're not even seeing the results that they want anymore because their body is just under constant stress so again to each their own but I just always like to educate everyone on what like actual like high intensity yeah classes can do to your body so for us me and Kat personally we both love strength training so during this time where you are getting that energy back this would be a time where you can start using progressive overload and push for more reps do more time under tension training because yeah. that's going to increase the stress on your muscles in your right. body like shorten the breaks you, yeah you could shorten your rest periods if you want you Try can add more weight add more weight you know like if you if there's like a specific exercise or movement where you want to get stronger in utilize that energy that you have and make sure that you're putting that exercise that you want to gain more strength in for instance since we're all girlies here most girlies Mm -hmm. i'll say yeah let's say like you want to get stronger in hip thrust like you want to hit 300 pounds this would be the time where you would put hip thrust at the forefront of your workout program and really shoot to hit that pr there because you have that energy you can do it i know that it's scary to increase your weight i know that you may second guess yourself second guess if you can even do it but always ask like what's the worst that can happen right yeah. like you can't lift the weight up okay just decrease it a little bit like no one's staring at you no one's watching you fail the only time that you fail is by honestly not even giving Trying, yourself a, yeah. a, a chance to exactly. try exactly and i i love what you said about like the cross training and the high like the hit classes I think it's so important to understand that building like a fit body takes a lot of different aspects of fitness. Like, yes, we strength train, but we also, sorry, like you just started running. So now you have to incorporate running into your program. And I think knowing like the cycle of your body will allow you to know what to focus on more that week. So if you know that you need to take it easier, like maybe just focusing on like light jogs that week. But then this week is when you bring back, like you said, your hip thrust goal and put that goal first before your running goals. This is just a way to really help you understand how your body is going to respond and get the most out of your training. So after menstruation and after that ovulation and after being in that follicular phase, again, you have two technical phases, but there's 
technically actually four phases. So you have that follicular phase and inside of that follicular phase is menstruation, which is your bleed. And then there's that ovulation part as well. So after those phases, which we had just talked about, like your energy level starting to rise, you're feeling like a bad bitch again, you're hitting those PRs. After you ovulate, it starts to go downhill from there, girlies. I am so sorry to tell you, but this is when you enter your luteal phase, which is the worst phase ever. So I just want to explain, like, it's kind of like a crossover. Those hormones are rising as it transitions into the next phase. So it may not be, like, right away. You start to feel bad, like, within that week. You may still feel good with those like higher estrogen and higher feel good hormones like testosterone as well, which is helping you with your strength. But then it starts to fall again as this phase goes on. It's not like an immediate dip like after ovulation, you're back to feeling like shit. It's not like that. That's why, again, it's important to track your cycle and track how you're feeling day to day so that you know and you can pinpoint when in your cycle that you feel like shit like you feel weaker low energy and stuff like that so when you do start to notice that you aren't feeling the best you wake up feeling a little bit more fatigued and stuff listen to your body because your body is telling you how it's feeling that's when you want to begin to dial it back with your training intensity again as we like talked about earlier you want to listen to your body and adapt to what it's feeling so you want to focus on lower impact workouts or low intensity steady state cardio and that could either be like walking on an incline walking outside you could also do like cycling obviously just like at a lower intense state to keep yourself moving without putting too much stress on your body personally I continue to lift but with lighter weight especially the week before my period which is in that luteal phase the last week of the luteal phase so You might keep your exercises the same and use lighter weights and lower reps or you can modify exercises to make them less stressful on your body. Personally, I would do something like that because the week before my period is when I start to get like PMS PMS symptoms. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I get lower back pain. Like it's not super bad, but it's still enough for me to like notice it. So if I happen to go to the gym and it's leg day and I notice that I have like low back pain, putting the barbell on my back like to lift, to squat heavy weight, it just seems like not something that I want to do. So then I would just do the leg press instead because it still allows me to put up a lot of weight, which is going to like activate my muscles and everything. But it's not going to put a lot of stress on my lower back, especially at a point when I'm feeling weak and already have lower back pain. So that's just an example of how you can modify without completely changing everything. I know personally, sometimes you just want to be a unit 24 seven and push yourself balls to the walls, especially since you were doing it like the week prior I love hip thrusting. I love heavy heavy hip thrusting. It makes me feel like such a bad bitch and I just love feeling so strong. But I know when I'm at that point of my period where I'm in my luteal phase and I don't feel the same same that I did a week ago or two weeks ago, that's when I just lessen the weight that I'm using. Like I lighten the load on each exercise. 
and just go lighter with my hip thrusts and just focus on that mind muscle connection focus on my form focusing on controlling the movement maybe i'll add some iso holds at the top just to get that like bigger contraction in my glutes this isn't going to affect your results either that was like one big thing that i i had in my brain which is why i'm just like so glad that like i got out of that mindset of feeling like i mm-hmm. needed to lift heavy 24 7 because it was hurting my body more than than doing good honestly yeah you have to think like bigger picture if something is you feel like you if you take one step back now it's gonna ruin everything but in the long run if you don't listen to your body and give you what it need give your body what it needs it could make things harder as you keep going on you know like you put so much stress on your body and then lifting just becomes like something you hate doing Mm -hmm. so that's why you know modifying and being nice to yourself and like knowing that it's not going to ruin your progress but also knowing that it's something you need is just so empowering to be able to do that and listen to your body and give your body what it needs overall the biggest thing to take away from the luteal phase which is the second phase of your cycle the time when your hormones are falling down and making you feel a little bit worse just remember during this time be kind to yourself listen to your body and know what your body needs like with your workouts how can you modify them to help you feel better and just feel more in sync with your body and your cycle exactly and one last thing that i want to add before we wrap this episode up is i know that a common question is well how can i cycle sync if i don't have a period like it's non-existent i have no bleeds or your period is irregular you can follow the phases of the moon to do your cycle syncing workouts so you would just we're gonna put the the website for the moon cycle in in our description in the description so you can click on it but essentially like days one through 14 which will be your follicular phase is new moon to full moon and then days 15 to 28 is full moon to new moon and that would be the luteal phase so once when it hits new moon you can assume okay day one of your menstruation so that starts like the seven day countdown you can follow it like that again this is just like generic and this is just like a good way for you to kind of get somewhat of an idea and somewhat of a flow for your body to like get into if you don't have a regular period it might sound a little woo woo or weird to (laughs) track your cycle or base your cycle based off of the phases of the moon but it makes so much sense because the moon is giving us energy and we are energy and that is heavily influenced by the universe um so just getting in tune with your period and by tracking your cycle and being aware of what your body is going through and how you feel from phase to phase you'll be so you'll be able to go from meltdowns and misery to compassion and dignity for yourself and your choices exactly oh oh my god there's so much more that we could talk about on this topic but we're gonna save that for next week's episode so that this isn't a million years long (laughs) we're gonna dive deeper about like hormonal imbalances and how they affect you your habits your happiness and how they stop you from feeling your absolute best in next week's episode so be sure to tune into that and come with a pen and paper besties because you're gonna want to take some notes yes i cannot wait for that and i can't wait for you guys to hear everything we have to say so 
As always, if you loved this episode, please be sure to leave a rating on our podcast if you haven't already. And if you feel like this information helps you, definitely share it with a friend. You can always reach out to us on Instagram and we are so excited to keep having you coming back to our podcast.